This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In this episode, the analog film stocks, camera, and lens choices for Wes Anderson's visually stunning new movie, Asteroid City. Wes Anderson, the film director whose vision is so distinct that it has been called the Wes Anderson look, has released a new movie called Asteroid City, and it was shot on Kodak 35mm film. I'll tell you all about it here. Asteroid City is a new, candy-colored, 1950s-era sci-fi film that received a standing ovation at Cannes. Here are some interesting facts about the movie Asteroid City. It was filmed on location in Spain while being staged to look like a stylized version of the American Southwest. It was shot in just 35 filming days. And of course, as I said earlier, it was shot on Kodak 35mm film by director of photography Robert Yeoman. Yeoman says that a cinematographer is in charge of the lighting and the photography and works with the director and the production designer to help design the visual look of the film. The film was shot using an AiriCam ST 35mm film camera with the black and white sequences framed at 1.37 to 1 aspect ratio with Cook S4 brand lenses. And the color sequences were shot in 2.40 to 1 aspect ratio with Airy Master Anamorphics lenses. Yeoman said the Airy Anamorphics lenses offer low distortion into the far corners of the frame, making sure that everyone in the frame is sharp. Color was shot on Kodak Vision 3. 200T color negative film 5213. The black and white was shot on Eastman XX black and white negative film 5222, which I personally love to shoot in medium format under the rebranded name Cinestill XX, and that's not a sponsored comment by the way. Yeoman also loves the same black and white film stock and has raved about its beautiful grain structure and tonal contrast in an article on the Kodak website, and I'll include a link in the write-up about this podcast. I've talked about it in previous episodes of this podcast, too. The truth is that today, most movies are shot digitally rather than on film. Yeoman is on the record, though, as having said that he loves shooting both film and digital formats, and he believes in some circumstances digital cameras are superior to film. In fact, film has some inherent disadvantages. It requires more light. It can typically only roll for about four and a half minutes before it needs to be reloaded. And one source said that processing that same four and a half minutes of film costs $430. Also, while digital dailies can be reviewed in 4K on the set, film rushes, of course, must wait for processing and scanning. Digital rushes means that finding errors like missed focus or an annoying hair in the frame can be fixed and avoided in the moment. The dailies for Asteroid City were developed in Paris at a film lab called Haventi, and I'm pretty sure I'm saying that incorrectly, but it's H-I-V-E-N-T-Y. The color effects work was done in London. In addition to the aesthetics of shooting on film, Wes Anderson also believes that shooting on film, with its expense and all the factors that go along with that, helps the cast and crew concentrate more on each shot. He thinks that people are more attentive and take it more seriously, as opposed to digital, where sometimes the camera is just left running even between shots. Interestingly, cinematographer Bob Yeoman said that director Wes Anderson 
makes a full animatic of the entire film in advance and that crews plan every shot and every camera movement religiously according to that animatic. And by the way, I didn't know this, but an animatic is a filmed animated version of the storyboard, which may include music even. In Anderson's case, he actually hires someone to animate the characters and he uses his own voice to record every word of the dialogue. Yeoman has said in the past that he's mistakenly known for shooting in natural light, when in reality, he uses movie lights to simulate natural lighting. However, in Asteroid City, the exterior color shots were all made with natural light. Interiors were constructed to include skylights with an integrated grid to provide soft, even natural light. Yeoman said that he worked with Anderson to plan the shots on location using a viewfinder to place the mountains and buildings which were all constructed and placed onto the flat Spanish plains to create the stylized world of Anderson's vision. One last thing about filming Asteroid City. Yeoman said that they filmed not only in natural light, but often in direct overhead light, which, as you know, is a photographer's worst lighting conditions. For this production, Anderson was totally opposed to using all lights, including fill lights, so they used a white bounce card to reflect light back into the shadows. They also used digital technology to open up some of the shadows in post, according to Yeoman. Something else of interest for photographers about the movie Asteroid City. The film's lead character, played by Jason Schwartzman, is an avid photographer and carries a vintage film camera throughout the movie. And remember, it's supposed to be the 1950s. According to the website Casual Photophile, the camera is a fake brand called Muller Schmid Swiss Mountain Camera, and it has an F2 lens labeled Combat Lens. Through some impressive research and detective work, they've identified the camera as a Soviet-era Kiev 4M, and the lens is probably a Jupiter 8. I hope you enjoyed hearing all about the film and camera gear on the set of Asteroid City. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. As always, a full episode transcript of this podcast and every other episode is available on my blog at iCatchShadows.com. That's all I've got for now. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.